Hey Fan American Community, Ryan here. First off, I want to thank you for listening to our podcast and starting with the very first episode. Our podcast creates a community that's passionate about movies, TV, video games, and anything relevant to pop culture. Fandom Rant Radio is designed to be a place where enthusiasts of all types can have meaningful conversations about different topics and genres. We're a place where anyone can share their opinion and fan story. We'll never judge anyone unless they consider the prequels better than the classics. Otherwise, our podcast is a home for any fan. On our podcast, we pride ourselves in analyzing TV and film through a number of creative ways. For example, we'll rank films based on culture impact, but we also grade acting performances. We develop casting ideas for franchises and even dream about the future of those franchises. Most importantly, we laugh a lot. But most importantly, we want to hear from you. There's a form on our website if you want to become a guest in the future and we'd be happy to have you. So enjoy this episode filled with news, theories, and opinions. And remember, never stop ranting. Yes, the dice drink flows from the force. I am your father. One ring to rule them all. I'm spy! You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Fine. I'll do it myself. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I got a bad feeling about this. Where's my super suit? It's a trap. <laughs> this is madness. Threw you in the air with the lie. Why so serious? We have a hope. To infinity. Oh, Hydra. This party's over. I'm back. Hello there. Yeah, welcome to week one, episode one, the pilot, Kessel Run Junkies. Alright, I'm your host, Ryan Kensler. Today, we're mainly going to be focusing on Black Panther. Superhero film that just came out. So, I'm here with Devin, Jack, and Clint. Today... We're going to be talking briefly, a little bit, just our our own opinions about the movie, what we would rate it, and we're going to start with Jack. I want to hear what you have to say. Well, honestly, I really like the movie. I'd love to be able to discuss it further. Um, apparently, there's a really good spot on this mic. Um, right there. Right there. Okay. Um... But for me, Black Panther was really great because it felt so much like Lion King. Pumpa, not in front of the kids. Oh, sorry. And I think that was super, super interesting because Lion King is my childhood. I don't know about you guys, but like growing up, that was a big thing for me. Toy Story. Toy, the Toy Story. Toy Story yeah. But Lion King was such a great movie back in the day and still is a great, one of the greatest, probably the greatest child's Disney animated film of all time. And there were so many references, so many, what is it, like, his father dying, him kind of getting cast out, the uncle, yeah, there's so many great parallels there that I thought were interesting, probably the biggest one being the father dying, having to kind of like take the crown, yeah, take the mantle, like that that whole struggle is really interesting, yeah, but uh, I love the movie, I thought visually it was Unimpressive. Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, <yes. laughs> ah! 
Visually unimpressive. There were multiple oh. scenes where I thought it looked a, bit, a little bit like Coruscant. That's all I'm going to say. You know, Jack, I would have to agree with that because the scene where T'Challa is fighting the main villain, his cousin, no monger, yeah, when they're on that train and then before that when they're falling down, that's a direct reference from Spider-Man 3 with Venom and Spider-Man falling down from that building and they're fighting as well. Yeah. It was, it was pretty pretty great, um, but I wasn't very impressed when I saw that. I was like, hey, I've already seen this before, Marvel. Give me something different, you know? You know, that's just that's just how... But overall, I thought it was a great, great movie. I don't think it's the best Marvel. I'm, uh, I'm still on uh, Iron Man 1, but uh, that's just me. All right. I want to hear some feedback from The Lone Gunman, starting with you, Devin. All right. Black Panther sucked. Wah, wah. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just kidding. What what what, what do we give? I think we gave. I think it was an eight point nine yeah, out of ten. It, was it wasn't. It was like almost a nine, but not. But it was like I don't know. I think it was a great film. I think it was. It I, looked pretty good. I think except was, like a few parts looked a little bit unfinished, like you were saying the yeah. the train scene and. I don't know. I just I enjoyed other Marvel movies better than I did Black Panther. Like Thor Ragnarok. I had a great time with Thor Ragnarok and I was rushing back to the theater to see Thor Ragnarok. I didn't have that same feeling when I saw Black Panther. Not saying it was bad. I think it's pretty good. I just think it's a little bit overhyped. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. What about you, Clint? All right, just just feed the mic here. Well, I I like Black Panther. I agree with Devin, obviously. I don't think it's the best Marvel movie. Personally, my favorite Marvel movie has to be Avengers. Uh, One thing I I did appreciate about Black Panther was Michael B. Jordan as the villain, Killmonger. I thought he was extremely unique. And I actually will probably remember him, unlike most Marvel movie villains. That's Besides, true. obviously, Loki, Ultron, the Avengers, yeah. the Avengers yeah. villains, and the upcoming Thanos. Yeah, exactly. he's impressive. He was a good. He was no, good. he was he was a great villain. I I think he's a great actor. I think he added a good. Uh, what what would you call it? Like a good vibe. I like, like his, a, his, his style yeah. without it being too cliche. Yeah, he yeah. didn't rip off anyone, and I think I love that about it. Mm. The only thing, another like problem I kind of had was. I think they killed Claw. Oh yeah, they, yeah. they they killed a little too easily. Yeah, they killed him way too early. Because in the comics, he, Claw is the main villain for Black Panther, right? Yeah, and yeah. only and Killmonger only lasts in the comics for like two issues, yeah. and then he dies. But he gets like resurrected a bunch of times. But then he just ends up dying in the same issue. So he's not that much of a big villain. Yeah, but, but Claw is the mo- overall main villain, and the fact they kind of like I feel like they they killed him off like in the a punk way. Yeah, yeah, so, and they. Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. extremely cheap. And especially when you have an actor like Andy Circus behind and, the wheel. Yeah, a huge. Such an incredible job, live action. Honestly, because most. Uh, it's all CGI. Yeah, it's, it's almost all CGI. I mean, God. <laughs> all right. One thing before we hit that, I just want to say, Killmonger's last quote. I think it's very relevant, very interesting. So I'm just gonna read it. He said, bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage. 
pretty sure that's a re- that's obviously a reference to slavery yeah. and early travels from Africa to America. I think and that was I think that was really cool how they included that, but I think it added so much more depth to him. Anything to say about that? Definitely. I thought it was cool, but at the same time, he was born in the '90s. He wasn't born in the '80s. Yeah, he he don't he don't know anything about that. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know about that. All right, now we're gonna talk about the financial aspects to Black Panther. All right, uh, box office. All right, Devin, why don't you give us the deets and the rundown? Well, well, in my notes here. <laughs> well, Black Panther. Has made the fifth was the fifth biggest opening weekend of all time, right? Uh, be- right behind in fourth place, Last Jedi was in fourth Ooh, for Jedi. opening weekend, and then third was Avengers, right. and Jurassic World was in second, and then of course Force Awakens is in first. Not a surprise there, and then I think so far it's it's still breaking records, and right now uh, the box office total worldwide is. Seven hundred forty-eight million two hundred fifty two fifteen thousand seven hundred seventy-six buckaroos. Wow! Also, big number, Devin. It's a big number. I couldn't even say it that much. Also, as a side note, Black Panther is also the highest-rated movie, superhero movie of all time, on yep, Rotten yeah, Tomatoes, yep. sitting at a comfortable ninety-seven percent, beating out Avengers, Dark Knight, Wonder Woman, Iron Man, a yep. bunch of other movies. I think yeah. I think eventually that's gonna go down because a lot of like because I think uh, what was it Wonder Woman had a really high rate I think it was at like a ninety six it, it was at ninety six and it got and so was it, Thor Ragnarok was the highest rated for a while for a few yeah. weeks and then it goes down I think it yeah. went to ninety two ninety two ninety four it's all about the hype yeah it was ninety nine I think so yeah. Ooh, I did not know that. Yeah, I think I don't know. I just—it's definitely not—it's not a nine for me. It's to be honest, I'd probably go into like the eight point eight, eight point nine ranges. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's better than it's better a lot of MCU films. Oh yeah, definitely better than Thor two. No, uh, it, what? it's better. Thor two was the worst. It's <laughs> it's better than Iron Man two. It's better than Iron no, Man two. No, 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 no. Oh my god! Yeah, better than Iron Man two. It's what else? It's better than. Would you say Iron Man three? No, I think it's no. for me. It's for me. It sits like right there, like the right next yeah, to each other. Yeah, that's the way. Yeah. I, no, I think it's. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, wait! Rewind, Jack. What'd you say? What'd you say? I said it's better than Homecoming. Oh, no! no, it's not. I just have to say one thing. I don't understand why Justice League got a forty percent. I we never saw. That. I want to. I want to hear. I want to hear. Okay, now we're gonna oh, rant about Justice right, League. Okay. All right. All right. Well, with Justice League, it was like it, it was so. It was choppy. It was extremely rushed. No background information on you most can, of the characters. You can tell it was Whedon and Snyder's cut. Hence, there was a whole meme thing about it that. Snyder cut, Whedon cut. Oh yeah, I saw that. And I just uh, they they were so rushed to make money off of it. That's why they they cut off the time of the movie, it was, just so they can fit it in more theaters and make more money. Yeah, That's it was how, only it only sat at what two hours? Was it two hours? Two hours, like a little over, over two, two hours. hours. It yeah, needed for me. It needed to be longer. Which is which is like funny. Yeah. It needed to be long. Which is funny because like be 
Batman vs Superman has such a long runtime and didn't need that much. But Justice League, but Justice League he, needed, he needed more, more no, with League a lot less time. Content. Yeah, especially the ending of the movie was extremely disappointing for me, at least, uh, because it's a spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. But <laughs> Superman comes back to life and oh, saves, uh, and then saves everyone. And scoops him up. Yeah, and saves everyone at the end. And the yeah. whole entire, I feel like what the movie was trying to make a point of is that Earth doesn't need Superman. And the point that they made was like, yeah, exactly. you're right. The Earth needs Superman. I was so yeah. mad that yeah, Superman just showed up randomly. He shows up with this suit that doesn't even have like a hole in it that from when Doomsday oh, yeah. killed him. You know, it should have been black. black. It should have been black. And everything's all cool. Like nothing's ever messed since, up with him. And ever since Superman with what is it, Zod? Uh, yeah. yeah, Man of Steel. It's like ever since Man of Steel, it's been like this theme, this DC theme that no one needs Superman. It's like Superman only brings. Death and destruction. We don't want him. Like yeah, we hate him. Yeah. Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Even a little bit sprinkled in at the end of Man of Steel. Yeah, and then now Justice League. It sounds like it's furthered. And you're right, Clint. They just at the end, Superman saves the day. It's inconsistent. And they don't have any inconsistent story writing. That scene, how it's like so sad, trying to make the audience cry, shed a tear for Superman. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, and like, it's like inevitable. Duh. See, that's what. That's what yeah. They, in, remember when Henry Cavill posted on Instagram oh, yeah. the black suit? There's a in if I remember from the comics when uh, Superman originally dies, it's like a whole. It's not he in the. Yeah, he comes back and he has the black suit, yeah. and then there's like a whole entire. But that's comics are confusing. But he, they were originally gonna do the black Superman suit, which is iconic. As is coming back yeah. from yeah, but they ended up n- they ended up not doing it. I don't know why, but yeah. I, I feel like the biggest fault was that Superman was in the movie because it literally yeah. threw away everything and there was no consequences of him coming back or what they had to do to bring him back. And I just thought it was just like I don't know, it's just so lazy writing and lazy writing, lazy, 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 writing, lazy writing just to make a quick buck, which is All just right. stupid. Well, you know. <laughs> Actually, we could probably talk about DC's faults for a really long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. DC, oh, yeah. DC, you know... Very bad. Yeah. Besides, Wonder Woman was great. Yeah. Awesome. Man of Steel score is very good. Alright, so next... Yeah, so next we'll be talking about Avengers Infinity War. Actually, we have some news on the release date. Devin J. Harris, why don't you take us away on that? Well, they moved it up uh, one week. I think it was like exactly one week, which comes out in April now instead of May 4th and uh, April 27th. There's four reasons why Marvel and DC moved Avengers Infinity War to April. This gives them an extra week before Deadpool. That's true because they already have okay. they have three. If they l- release it in May, there's gonna be so much uh, competition between Deadpool two and Solo. Solo. Yeah. Wait, Deadpool 2? Deadpool it's coming out in May. It comes out in May. It was originally gonna come out in June, but now now it's May. Yeah. Yeah. It also gives yeah. It's just it's actually a smart move on their part because if there's too many too much blockbusters back to back, it's just. Yeah, it'd be impossible to see all of them. 
Yeah. Even though they shouldn't be that worried, Infinity War is going to make the most out of all oh, of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to definitely affect if it becomes number one. Yeah. I just want to ask a quick question. So what what do you think this will fall on ranking-wise in box op- office? Um, opening weekend and also of all time. Opening weekend first. Ultron and... Avengers. It's gonna be the in. It's gonna be both of the Avengers movies, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And it, yeah. it could probably even challenge Force Awakens for number one box office. I, I think it could. Yeah, that's, I think it could. that's very true because this yeah. has been building up ever since they yeah. teased Thanos yeah. in 2012. Ever since they brought all the franchises together, which hasn't been done, was not done before. Or, yeah. Avengers. And. So much build up, so much hype. Oh. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Yeah, I think because the top three, um, the highest rate, high, no, what was I gonna say? Uh, highest, um, grossing, films. grossing, grossing MCU films. films. Uh, number one is still Avengers one. Oh, right. Number two yeah. is still Avengers: Age of Ultron, and three yeah. is now Black Panther. Don't freeze. I never freeze. Black Panther's Wait, just taking everything. I, I know it's a great movie. Wakanda. I never said it was bad. I just think it's Wakanda forever. I never freeze. Infinity War. Where are we predicting this to stand up against? Maybe Titanic or oh. Avatar. Whoa. Whoa. Big yeah, thoughts. This is big. No, I think it has potential too for beating. I think it, it could beat Titanic, personally, and it could probably maybe be up there with Avatar. But that would be that. That's those are some fighting words I'm saying. I mean, Titanic's not those just alone I mean, yeah. a highly criti- uh, critically acclaimed film. It's also the top-grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Exactly. Besi- oh, wait, besides, besides like, Avatar, or Avatar. Besides Avatar's number one. Av- I think. Avatar and Force, Force, yeah, Force Awakens and all the. Big- so, I'm gonna say one thing. And then I, I, Jack Kensler has to has to head out, but okay, it's been okay. great being on this podcast with you guys. Right. Can't wait to go somewhere with this. Can't wait to take this somewhere with you boys. Let's take this somewhere. This night, that one night, you made everything all right. Starting all over again. Okay, but so I just have one concern for. Infinity War becoming the greatest in terms of box office of all time. And that's because it's being released in probably the most chaotic, competitive season of all time. This is, that's, this, you can say your piece, but that's just the U.S. I was just looking at U.S. box box office. I didn't realize. Oh, it's higher. Yeah. At the time, it sold more tickets, and if you adjust the inflation to today's time, then I think Gone with the Wind has number one for. I think Gone with the Wind has one of the most expensive productions of all time too. I think yeah no yeah for inflation because when they that whole entire mansion burning the, scene that's, the, the that's, way yeah um, that costs a lot and of the money time period I know yeah, Gone with the Wind is up there. Oh, yeah it should I be 
Okay. Thanks for running that. And he was kicked off the podcast at this moment. Um, but back to what I was saying, I think because it's coming out in May, you've got so many great films. Uh, with Solo and uh, Deadpool yeah. 2. That's going to be competitive. We haven't seen that yet before. Like, uh, if you think about um, The Force Awakens, it came out in December. And it, honestly, for like two months straight, I don't remember anything big coming out. So it just dominated the box office. Yeah. What are you going to go see? There's nothing else to see but The Force Awakens, exactly. so why not just go so a couple well. more times to see it? That's really smart. And I actually heard they might, there's a slight chance that they might put Solo. That's a slight chance, so don't take my word on it, but that's what they're kind of like deciding solo? to. A chance that they're going to push Solo back. Solo is at the end of May. It is. It is, but still. But they want the season because yeah, it's Star like, Wars. Because yeah, Star Wars was always December the past December, three years. Yeah. Which I still want because it, it, it does build up throughout the year. And this yeah. is, I think, this is the fastest time between two Star Wars movies to come out. Yeah. So there, yeah. there's still some people still in that Last Jedi high, and then it's going to die down. Here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last thing I want to add before we kind of wrap things up a bit, you know, it's been a great, great 15, 20 minutes. I don't know how far we are in this podcast, but we're just chatting away. But oh. oh yeah, we still got coffee. All right. Last thing I want to ask the lone gun is this question by Pert Happily. And so, International Box Office, Avatar, Titanic, Star Wars: Force Awakens, Jurassic World, Avengers. Where do you think it will place? And in the end, in the end, yeah, top ten at least. And we're talking about Infinity War, of course. Okay. I think it's gonna land. If not number one, I think definitely number two. You, and I, I, I think, I think, I think it'll, I think it'll surpass Titanic in oh, my opinion. People, really? people, this is one of the biggest build-up films of all time in my opinion. We've waited a decade for this movie, basically. And yeah. this is, and and also, this isn't only the first part, and there's gonna be a second movie after this. I mean, with a franchise starting, you always expect it to like. I mean, MCU is not gonna stop. It's it makes so much money now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they're they're gonna keep going with movies, but this is kind of like their cliffhanger movie. Your game tech. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I I just think gonna make a ton of money. I don't know. I don't know if I would say that. I think it can make. I think it can beat Furious Seven. Fury. I don't. I think it. I. Jurassic World. I think it. I don't know if it's gonna be. Because yet you, you have to think a lot over time too. I mean, we'll see. We'll see when it comes to May. But even then, I, the reason why I'm saying Avengers: Infinity War is going to be what well, I think it's going to be number two is that also it's like it's kind of Marvel's kind of brought out where people like people who haven't usually seen comic book movies or no comic books in so general or superhero it. movies yeah. are still going to see it. Cause it's gonna be the oh, yeah. it's gonna be the talk of like the whole year. Well, basically, it's been the talk basically. of the whole year already. Oh, yeah. It yeah. hasn't even come out yet. So, and when and after it comes out, it's gonna even be bigger, yeah. and yeah. everyone's gonna want to see it. And when I mean everyone, yeah. so that's what the grandmas, the, gra- the grandmas. grandmas. It's also a lot of pressure on your shoulders. I mean, like oh, yeah. unpopular prediction might be uh-oh, uh-oh. it might. What if it? What if it's bad? What if it's bad? What if it's not as good? How dare you? It's, it's it has to be. They're trying to be better than the Avengers and better than Ultron. Right. I mean, they could be Ultron, but Ultron, yeah. the way that the they first Avengers, 
Yeah, they could be Avengers. The first Avengers, though, I mean, that's a that's a landmark film in a it way really because is, it yeah. connected franchises, and that um, it was like so weird because it's like, oh wait, Thor's in the same room as Iron Man. That's so weird because you never really saw that been done before. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was like Alien vs Predator. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was wondering. God. I just want to look up real fast. See what type of competition was for the last Avengers movie. See if there were any big movies coming out at the same time that did. The most recent? Uh, Age of Ultron. Deadpool coming out and Solo coming out. They're going to be splitting the market. Because it's such a nerd, fandom-based market that, like, in my opinion, I won't go see... And Infinity Wars as much as I did like The Last Jedi. Yeah. Just because I know Solo's coming out. And I'm more hyped for that anyway. Well the thing is the thing is it it is a big market, but it's an individualistic market. So it's like we're all one person. We wanna see this movie, we wanna see this movie. We like this movie, so we wanna see it again, you know? I think it has less to do with the market, Jack, but more the per- performance of the film okay. for people to see it again. So, you guys have anything to add to that? I think also, the only thing I think, I think, what I think about how much money is going to make, I think Infinity War, Solo, Deadpool 2. Only Deadpool 2 because it's rated R. Oh, yeah. So, that limits a lot of the big audiences. But both Solo and Infinity War is PG-13, so. The one thing that makes, it's kind of like curious on my mind is that Disney owns both Star Wars and Marvel. And then the fact that they're releasing both of these films so near each other, kind of, it makes it, I don't know why either it's going to go really great for them or it's going to, or a really really stupid stupid one. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't see how it's. I mean, like, they could say that they're going to own that season because they both own both. Yeah. But Avengers 1 came out May 2012. The biggest movies that came out within two months of that were Men in Black 3 and Madagascar. <laughs> Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted, also Prometheus. Those are the three... Those are the three... That's that's zero competition. Also, Abraham Vampire Hunter was another one. Oh, yeah, that was but if if you look at this, there was zero competition for Avengers, the first one. This is gonna be a tough situation. Yeah, I think you really like that. That does make a lot of sense. And like like you guys said, it. Just, I don't know why they're doing this. All right, all oh, Jack's leaving. He's going. He's going to his. Oh oh man. Wait. Oh, I get it. You're about to hop in that Millennium Falcon and jump into light speed. Definitely thought he was referencing s- I'll bleep that out. Uh, anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh, now we can just cozy up together. Now we're in a living room sesh. Here we go. Transitioning. Share the mic. Share the mic. <laughs> Share the mic. Alright. Share the load. So, uh, you guys want to talk about anything else before we wrap this up? Well, <sighs> I got it. Back to Black Panther. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. Anyway, yeah. I think we still got to wait for Black Panther because it's still only been two weeks and it's already breaking this many records. Right. I don't know. I'm going to be... Would you? Would you not mind if it breaks Last Jedi or would you be mad? I... Well, I mean... 
I wouldn't be surprised if it that, did. That's yeah. Um, do I think it should? Should I like should it break it? Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah. I don't think it's a good enough movie to break it, but I can understand why it it will mm-hmm. if it does. Yeah. You want to talk about upcoming weekend movies? Upcoming weekend movies, which is uh. The two biggest ones this weekend is Death Wish with Bruce Willis and then Red Sparrow Red with Sparrow's Jennifer Lawrence. Oh yeah, I heard that one. I heard uh, that one with Jennifer Lawrence is getting some really high reviews by right. critics. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let me look those up a bit. I don't like to spoil myself. Yeah. And then, because uh, she's pretty hot in that. And <laughs> 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 um, well, Death Wish. I'm actually kind of hoping. For it, I, although it's probably not gonna do as good because it's Death Wish. I mean, the first one is classic in a way because it's with Charles Bronson, pretty iconic. To be honest, I did not know it was a remake until you told me. <laughs> they have a whole franchise. All right, Boy, <laughs> that, we'll take that out. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, I think Red Sparrow can be pretty good. I think it has a good chance. Red Sparrow, yeah. So, oh, in the last weekend, Game Night and Annihilation. Oh. Here we go. Oh, no. All right. <sighs> last Game minutes. Night was great. Fantastic uh, film. I was very surprised by that because I thought it was going to be like, eh, it's going to be funny, but it's not going to be as funny. But it's actually... Not Ooh. bad. Not Annihilation. Uh, especially Annihilation, man. That was just messes with your head. But, man, boy, did Natalie Portman make it fantastic. <laughs> Isn't your mother listening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Annihilation, I think, is very nitpicky. I think a lot I, of people are not going to like it. It's, like it and it's one of those, like we were talking about earlier, it's one of those films where critics love it, but the audience absolutely hates it. Yeah. What movie What movie were we talking about the other night? It's the same thing. And that um, was more strictly horror. Yeah, that was like, it, No, not, but it's like, last Jedi it comes at night. Well. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Last Jedi. Last Jedi got incredible reviews by critics, but fan base gave it like 50 it was well, like the it was hardcore fan base. Right? No, I say, I'd say goers do I'd enjoy the last. Jedi. I would I would have to say last Jedi for fans. It was immediately. I think it was cut in half. I think it was cut it really straight. Was. It, it was destroyed the fan base. It like it reminded me of when Man of Steel got like came out because oh, yeah. there was either you loved Man of Steel or you hated Man of Steel. Really. So I think it's one of those movies. I per- I I liked it. I but I do yeah. think it has. Its, I definitely think it has its flaws. John Wick. John Wick. When's that coming out? Uh, <laughs> don't get me started on John know, Wick right oh, now. I love John Wick. Um, but yeah, Annihilation. It's just, I don't know. I see where the director was going, and you, you saw Ex Machina, so you oh, know. Oh yeah, I've seen it's the. That's a better film. No, Ex Machina is definitely a better film. Oh. It's more of a messes with messes with your mind kind of thing. Also, it has um, General Hux and Poe Dameron in the oh, movie. Yeah. So two Star Wars characters. Two Star Wars characters no, so before they appeared. No, so was Annihilation because it was yeah, Natalie, Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac. Huh. And also, Mr. Padme and Poe. Mr. Rabbit that's coming Pee-pee. out. Oh, Peter Rabbit. That came out. It wasn't that good. Oh, it's only... Wait, Daisy's in it? Yeah. Daisy Ridley? I did not. Let me... No way. 
What? What? How did I not know that? Margot Robbie's in it too. Wait, oh Margot wow. Robbie's yep. Too? Look at. Oh wow. She's in it too. Wait, Daisy Really's in this. She plays one of the. Yeah, it's got funny. 50. 58 percent. So wow. that's a. Eh. Red Sparrow review. 62% on Rotten Tomatoes already. And it has a 5.5 on IMDb. That's, that's yeah. a. It's not that good. That's an iffy. I want to read one of these reviews. You know what it reminded me of? Um. You know, Red like in the Age of Ultron, you know, when um, Charles Johansson, Black Widow, goes off and. Oh, you're talking like about uh, it's back. Oh yeah, it reminds oh, me of the K- the yeah, the school yeah. for the KGB. Yeah, I think that's what it reminds I me just, about. Like, I haven't seen Age of Ultron in so long. It's not I that feel bad. Like there's so much that went into that movie. I always like think like, oh wow, that happened in that movie. Yeah. This happened. Yeah, I think Age of Ultron wasn't that bad. I don't think so. I think it deserved higher than what Ron Mayo's gave it. I think it wasn't as good it's not as good as i loved it when it came out but then once it settled in my head then i got to process it more and then i was like ah it's okay oh god phantom thread yeah by the way lone gunman is tweeting an oscar view every day remember to um go to twitter and go to at lone gunman the lone gunman. The lone gunman. The lone gunman. Oh, I just want to say that. Product placement. I think. Plug. Plug. Product placement. Product placement. I just want to say that Hurricane Heist is definitely going to be one of the best <laughs> films of 2018. I want you, everyone who's listening in, I want you to Google the Hurricane Heist and look at the font. It looks like worse than Netflix, back in Netflix level. It's, the poster's not even available. That's just gross. And it's even more, it's like coming Why? out to big theaters. It's gonna, it rem- probably just going to remind me of Bye Bye Man. Oh, yeah, Raider. it just had Tomb just Raider. enough money to get it into theaters. Oh, Tomb Raider, that's Tomb coming Raider up. Out that's coming up. That, that's going to be an iffy. I, I feel think, like it could be okay. I, think I don't think it's going to be great. I don't, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a video game. Last movie, Tomb Raider so. yeah, exactly. was, I mean, Angelina Jolie is. Well, I mean, oh, she's yeah. great. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Wrinkle in Time. Come on, that is going to be amazing. Surprisingly, that is a remake, and that's actually a huge book series, and everyone's super hyped on it. It's gonna be bad. Oh yeah, I, I was I was sarcastic. I will but. be surprised <laughs> if it was really good. Well, has um has Oprah. Yeah, it does have Oprah. And Reese Witherspoon. Chris Pine. Okay, it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's Chris Pine. Dude, he's, yeah. he oh, can sell me anything Chris with Chris Pine. Pine in Wonder Woman. Let's be honest. Was his acting on point? I am a spy. <sighs> I'm a spy. Oh. I liked him as Captain Kirk. I, I like. I like. You could, did you guys not like him in Wonder? Woman? I like. I loved him in Wonder Woman. I didn't love him. I thought he was good though. And I'm a huge was, Chris Pine fan. Nice. Let's let's know that. Oh. Just not as big as I am. A Ryan Gosling fan. Oh, if there's there's one thing, if I could swing it back a little bit, uh, for um Hans for the new Han Solo movie. One thing I was talking to you about the other day is how um Chris Pine when he was doing his you know he was doing a Captain Kirk, you know he didn't rip off what the original TV series had. He did his like his own version his own of it. Version. And I'm worried that I don't I can't remember what the Solo's actual, doing Solo's his so own thing. Okay. Well, no, I'm not. I'm I want him to like. Do that. I don't want him to rip off. So I don't want to rip him to rip off Harrison Ford's Han Solo. I can't remember the name of That's the actor. True. I don't want it to be an impression. I just wait, want it. And plus, he's not going to be all like the Han Solo we know Alden. because he's Alden Heyrich. Alden Heyrich. Which he was in Hail Caesar, and he was pretty good. He's also in Hail Caesar. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I actually really like Tales. No, that was a very that's a, that's an underrated movie. No, but yeah, I I get what you're saying, Clint. Um, that I don't know, but I did hear that Harrison Ford was on set. That is something that I heard. I'm not sure if that's actually oh. true, but I feel like they definitely are trying to get this as accurate as possible. Maybe less kind of like Star Trek with Chris Pine. And you don't think Harrison Ford is gonna make a cameo in that? It'd be in Solo. Well, I mean, like stupid. not in the same Ma- oh, universe, but like, oh, what maybe like, like flashes a back flashes. He's like thinking about it. Oh, oh, that that's, is a crazy that's, theory. That's a good, that's what a good it theory. like? What if he he's really is thinking back on this, and like in the end, he's like talking to CGI. Carrie Fisher about it. Yeah, I think let's see, since our our name is Kessel Run Junkies, I really Ooh. want I want to be impressed with the Kessel Run scene I because do. all this time in Star Wars fandom We've hearing about, about the Kessel Run and twelve parsecs, I, I want it to be the coolest fight scene in Star Wars. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. I, I was just going to say, watch them absolutely skip it oh. and just totally botch it or something like that. That'd be the funniest thing. <laughs> it oh, yeah, we me, just survived Kessel Run. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be the funniest slash, uh, like, most... Such a slap like, in the face. Such a slap in the face. something Disney would do, though. Like, that would be yeah, such... That would be, like, that's what a lot of people would <laughs> Although, <laughs> besides that, I think another big thing, like, I don't want to get too into this because I want to talk about it still a little later... But I just, yeah, I think, you know, that scene in Empire Strikes Back where Lando see, they reunite Lando and Han. Lando goes, what have you done to my ship? And we're like, well, nothing's different. But in Solo and all the advertisements, the Millennium Falcon has a pointy nose rather than like the teeth or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like somehow that comes apart or something i think it's definitely the same ship because in that lego set because everyone every real man builds legos oh yeah <laughs> it, it had like the front part comes off what, what do you guys what do you guys think about oh this? yeah it does it that's, could be like that's an a good escape pod. Yeah. that's a good theory yeah. i think i think it could probably happen definitely what's another thing that's like different about this oh besides the fact that it's actually clean yeah that's true it's not dirty it doesn't look like the back of a station wagon <laughs> Well, that was a big pilot episode. Oh, that was amazing. No idea how, how long we went. Huge pilot episode. Oh, yeah. That was, that was just amazing. Like, guys, I'm so honored to be able to just talk about this with you. Mm-hmm. And I just I just want to see Lone Gunman reviews just skyrocket. You just know, like, I have faith in that. Out. Just You guys are going to go from six likes Next and podcast, ten <laughs> reviews. <laughs> ten. From seven likes. Seven, okay, seven likes. But uh, I, I still like all of them. But oh man, blush. <clears throat> oh yeah. So uh, in case you didn't notice, you definitely should go follow Lone Gunman on Twitter mm-hmm. via Devin Click. and Clint. Two eighty character reviews. Oh yes, they're they're great. They they really they all seriousness. They really are fantastic. You guys do put a lot of great effort in. I know Devin during church, you definitely are diligent on that <laughs> <laughs> instead of listening to Jesus. Uh, let's, <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll keep that in there. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's probably going to listen this far. <laughs> yeah. This is where everyone goes to work. After yeah. Done listening to this in the car. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but seriously, this has been good. 
great pilot episode. Uh-huh. Hopefully, you guys stay tuned. Um, probably back with another one next week. But this concludes Kessel Run Junkies. And send feedback. Please. <laughs> <laughs>